0: i hmm.
1: um (laughs) i just want to say i'm back (laughs) um i just want to say as well um this is my um second uh podcast for the first episode and series two and i just want to say a big 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 thank you um for the feedback and just for lending me your ears from wherever you're listening from uh, I just want to say a big thank you as um I'm proceeding with this one <laughs> so um yes, so this one is uh let's reflect and let's let's talk about the why's of self catering and the customer reaction to self catering so we're not even going to be going into detail in regards to looking at the business, the beverages, you know, the accommodations, the whole hospitality and catering kind of stuff that you'd probably get, you know, on, on, a, on a course kind of introductory system of looking at event planning and, and, you know, the food service and the hygiene and stuff like that. We're not looking into that. I'm just keeping it basic, very basic. So um, in my past experience of um self-catering because I have done um hospitality and catering um I think it's from oh the year 2009 to 2011 um I did it as a full-time job at the time and um back in the day um and then I also did it um in terms of uh as a part-time additional job on the weekends as well Um, so I will be keeping it basic in terms of first, we're going to be looking at the topic of, you know, your food being presented upon delivery. Um, that includes attention to detail as well. Um, and that includes how things are presented on your dish, um, to you. Um, second thing that I would be looking at, it would be etiquette, which includes, um, like behaviour good manners that really comes under customer service and communication kind of thing um it's quite in depth but we won't go too much in depth I'll be just keeping it basic um and then (laughs) something that is I have to talk about this um the dessert range and you're probably thinking huh yeah the the range of the the dessert as well as it could be just the range of the food but that's down to the person who's employed that company and what their um budget could have held for at the time so i won't be talking too much in that but i will be talking about just you know desserts um and and, and the range And, and you'll understand a little bit more when i go into that um So yeah, let's talk about the whys of self-catering and customer reaction. So most importantly i'm not going to be talking from a professional standpoint in you know the large companies i'm talking about the smaller private companies that do funerals do christenings do birthdays for whoever's age 50th 10th whatever it may be those particularly private catering companies that people have to phone up and this special occasion whether it's a sad or a happy one that they need self-catering Um, they need a catering company um so Looking at the first topic in regards to how food is presented upon delivery. Well, wow. <laughs> right, so I've been to a few and I have done a few myself. Um, I've done mostly funerals when I had to get that call up and um, to say, you know, Lush, can you do this at this time, this place, be there? I'm like, yeah, fine, cool. Um, And obviously, depending on the occasion, you you have to be respectful in in a certain sense. Now, what I've experienced being on the other side, um, delivering the food, you know, um, particularly within the black culture environment as well, um, I've experienced where I'm either on either the rice, um, as it's mostly common known that you've got the brown rice. Or you've got white rice or you've got rice and peas Um, it depends on what catering company because not all of them have that selection so um, it could be that as well as curry mutton and jerk chicken um, or you know that curry mutton and jerk chicken or fish and and if you're lucky uh, and fish so you can get all three on your plate which I've never experienced but it's either the curry mutton and or jerk um, kind of thing and then your fish is for the vegetarians because they need to make sure that they have enough for the vegetarians even though some people they're not vegetarian you know they're not vegetarian at all but they want everything um on their plate whether they come back a second time or a third time they will come back and they will say it's for aunt sally there's no aunt sally but they will come up with a plate and say it's for such and such and such right so i've experienced where (sighs) You know uh, fortunately and unfortunately um you've got uh various age people and you know the, the people that mostly bug me the most um when it comes to this um private self-catering thing and I'm on the other side serving as polite as I can be because you know I can be very polite and very official and and, and everything but um say for example I'm on the um the, the meat section the, the jerk or the curry mutton and the lady beside me or the man beside me has just served the rice section and they're coming towards me and I've had ai remember never forget it was at a funeral I never forget you had this one woman and um you know I held her I took her plate from her um as you do to share out the food and I said you know curry mutton or jerk chicken and she said well what is this clearly it's fish but i'm on that i'm not on that section am i and um i said yeah so that's the fish but um you see the one one or the other that's my polite voice yep one or the other hear that tone yep one or the other yeah would you like curry mutton and she goes well i want curry mutton i said all right then no problem so obviously now she hasn't said you know i want bone i want more bone i want more meat i want you know a lot of gravy kind of thing um but if people do want gravy i i naturally will ask once i've put the meat onto the plate i will ask them naturally if they would like me to pour some gravy on their rice or beside so um I put the meat and as I put the meat onto the plate bearing in mind the woman hasn't told me where to put the meat so naturally I put it beside the rice she said ah I'm thinking oh my goodness what's happened you know do I need to call 999 Uh, no she's like ah but you did put it beside the rice on the right hand side I said to her oh okay and she says "Ah, me me, we did want it on that side I said to her all you have to do is just turn the plate you know listen do not get fresh with me i don't care what age you are <laughs> do not get fresh with me i did want it on the right hand side and i thought right okay so she goes uh, 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 uh. and i'm thinking okay all right and um i said where would you like i just ignored that and um i said where would you like the? where would you like the gravy would you like the gravy on top of the rice or would you like the gravy on side the rice right? she goes <laughs> it don't no matter now everything i touch one another i'm thinking oh my gosh i just thought you know what (laughs) listen i have this voice inside my head and i'm just thinking Now, I've asked you about your gravy and where you want it placed and I ain't got time for foolishness. So um, if you're going to have a little misfit over, you know, the fact they're touching one another, um, naturally the meat juice will naturally um, connect with a few rice grains. You know, it's it's not that difficult. It's not a BT situation, British Telecom. It's just straightforward, simple things. So I just passed on, you know, um, so obviously now, she's gone on to the fish section which obviously the person on the fish section can clearly see what's on her plate therefore she cannot have uh, the fish because me being on my section of the meat I've explained it's either you know one or the two out of the you know the curry or the um, the curry mutton or the jerk that you have um, or you have fish it's it's one of the two and then you do get some um, difficult customers um, and, and they come in any age but in my experience I've particularly experienced difficult customers I would say in the the mature ages that you would not expect. I've had customers tell me, which I personally don't mind, um if I'm serving them chicken, I think it's it's good that you can tell me you want the leg, you want the thigh, what that's just that's just standard, you know. Um that's good, but if you're going to be um pedantic about um you know things touching And you know oh the carrot has dropped onto the potato and you know if you do ask me it depends on what section I'm on and you ask me for you want your potato to be cut up based on your false teeth situation and what's going on in your gums that's perfectly fine Uh, you know I would get a separate knife and cut up certain things because I'm aware of that and I'm understandable to that and I have a granddad as well that you know when I share out his soup you know, he won't ask me to, you know, when it comes to putting the food in another dish, he won't ask me to cut his dumpling. But I will just naturally cut it. Do you know what I mean? And I naturally cut the yam in slices. That's just me. So it's not a problem. But you do have some difficult customers that come up to you with a bag of maloney of stories when realistically they want more food. Or they come to you with difficulty in terms of things touching one another, when naturally the way the food is, it will touch one another, um, so you do have that kind of, uh, unfortunately, difficulty with, with customers, and it, it doesn't, it doesn't really matter how polite you can be, and grind your teeth, you know, um, they will, they will always come in different shapes and sizes, um, with, with issues, um, um, being on the other side now, being the guest, and I've actually gone to a few um, special occasions that's had um, self self-cater- um, catering companies, you know, companies, and um, it's like, boy, some people just dash the 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 meat section right on anywhere and I just feel like because when you naturally come or have had experience in that environment you know what to look for you know if there are labels um you know in front of certain dishes you know certain cutlery that should be used for certain things I have seen wooden spoons in beautiful chafing dishes um you know sharing you know food and you think i will naturally say uh, uh excuse me are you supposed to have a wooden spoon for, for that because um, i've been in this profession and that's not right um you know or they're using you know the plastic fork and the knife from what the customer gets at the beginning of the uh buffet but they're using it to to serve the salad at the end you know what i mean it's all those attention to details of cutlery presentation and how you present yourself as a person putting the food onto the plate and I always 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 say thank you to each person that puts anything on my plate when i go to those um christine funerals weddings whatever it may be and you gotta go to those kind of buffet things always say thank you and a lot of them won't realize that I, i've come from that profession uh, over over a decade ago but i understand what it takes to deal with dis- difficult customers and i understand what it takes to um, break everything down. It's time to go, and you gotta help each other as a team and carry things, you know, to the van, depending on if you can wash, um, if they have a kitchen at the actual um facility, the the place that you can actually wash the things there. I know what it's like. I've been through that and you know, you do have your short mini break of actually eating certain so- whatever's left behind. If anything's left behind. Um I know what it's like. I know the rush and I, I know the, the roller coaster motion of how it works, but you know what? It's enjoyable. Um if you know especially if you're passionate about it um so I've been on the other side and you do have some people that just slapdash the food um and you know what's even more hurtful as well is when not many people understand that um you know it's important to offer the customer if anything an option but to offer them maybe you know if they want this if if they want that and what they can have sometimes some foods are not recognizable (laughs) and they're supposed to be recognizable if there's something like a lasagna or a macaroni and cheese or mutton you know some things just do not look like what they are supposed to be so you have to ask Um, which then brings me down to customer service and communication in terms of etiquette you know um, polite behavior good manners the worst thing is is I'm just gonna say how it is is yes um, I'm a black female I'm a black uh, a black woman black British woman right Um, but what I'm trying to say is just because I am black does not mean i will understand whatever slang you choose to come out with or whatever fluent patwa you got to understand um it's not everybody can speak fluent patwa and it's not everybody that can understand on the receiving end fluent patwa depending on how deep it is um, so just because you see me and i'm smiling and you know you give one quarter or a third of a smile or you don't know what to do with your you know yourself because half of your high eyelash is hanging and the other half is on top of itself i don't know um but at the end of the day um when i'm getting what go baby what you want you know and it's like um right so this is me right so what do you have um available on offer and they'll be like see it there Yes, I can see it there. I know what's there. Don't say see it there. I need to understand what options and categories I can choose from in it because you got to understand I've been in your position even though I don't deliver how you deliver. All I'm saying is what am I entitled to? Am I entitled to white rice as well as rice and peas? You got to let me know. You can't just say see it there because I find that rude. Do you know what I mean? And clearly you're not passionate about you standing on that side and serving your food to me as a guest Because immediately I've got an impression that this catering company is crap upon um, presentation and and communication. So naturally, it's nice just to say, well, we have right rice and we have brown rice. Take your pick. Even if it's like that. But some people (laughs) go into um, talking certain slangs. I genuinely do not know. Um or some people will talk a fluent patwa and I'll understand the first four words (laughs) and I'm like right okay could you just repeat that again for me just yeah so I can have the jerk chicken or I can have the boilers chicken oh okay all right then yeah um and then, then that's when they say well you know which one you want so some of them ask you what what part you want? And some people don't ask what part of the chicken you want; they just throw on the chicken. So if they don't ask me what part of the chicken I want, I'm naturally gonna say, "Look, you know, I want the breast side. Yeah, what the breast or so, you know, I want the the thigh kind of thing." You know, I would actually say. And if they say to me, "Look, chicken is chicken," I will say to them, hold on, hold on, <laughs> right." There's various pieces of chicken in your chafing dish. Yeah, looking beautiful, right? I'm telling you and I'm no, I'm stating to you that I would like that preferred one in it because obviously now I'm asking politely. It's not like it's the only one left in the chafing dish and that's the prefer that's the one that I would that I would prefer. So, um being on the other side and some people don't even ask you what they what you want. They just slap dash And slapping and dashing it is another thing as well that, again, it's not polite. It's not good manners. um, And it's not being considerate and respectful to the person that is going to be eating from that plate. So um, that's my my fair share of how I look at things of a, you know, self-catering and customer reaction point of view. I always find it very nice as well that um, I'm always a bit oh how can I say when it comes to the mini dumplings at the end or the festivals um at the end you know I mean depending on the size of them because some of them can be really really small which is quite nice uh and petite but you know I always wonder if I can have one or two and I never forget um me being on the catering side now you got this man saying um I, I naturally put two on his plate because you know after coming all the way down from the the buffet his his plate was quite stacked if I'm being honest and um, I I politely, you know, put two, put two on his dish. And he said, well, what's wrong with you? I said, excuse me. And he said, want five. I said to him, <laughs> that can't happen, I'm afraid. I said, you've got two. And if there's more left back, then you can come for more. But we've got a vast amount of people, as you can see from the queue behind you. yeah. So we have to make sure that they get fed as well and him just kissing tea and I said have a good day you know I would naturally say that because there's no point stooping low to the kissing of the tea the cussing under your breath the murmuring under your breath there's no point at all and bearing in mind the majority of the caterings that I have done on the weekends has been Funerals and a few christenings more than weddings. It's mostly been funerals, and if it hasn't been a funeral It's been a memorial and if it hasn't been a memorial as I said before it's been a christening So, um, it used to be like Friday and Saturday were like, you know My busy days kind of thing when I used to get called Friday and Saturday Um, and even though I remember the time I used to work a full job shift at my normal job um, that was doing proper hospitality catering and then i'd you know have about a few hours to go home put on you the uniform put on the shirt that i got given to go out and do the um the self the self catering thing for a funeral or you know it could be a saturday for a christening as i said so it's it's just one of those things that i find looking at etiquette it's very very important because to me your brand the person's company, who that is, your brand is defined by that customer experience. And that experience is supposed to be delivered from the employees. So catering should be something that's passionate. Catering that should be something that you enjoy. You enjoy serving food and food is love as well. You know what I mean? So to me, good hospitality equals good atmosphere. And when you come with your your attitude, no, take it separately away from any mental um, health, um, any mental health that you might have or any um, arthritis or any anything of that sort. Take it away from those things that are, um, you know, they, they come with a certain kind of, decor that you have to present yourself and you have to be able to accommodate and be respectful and and um you know be appropriate towards their needs towards that person's needs um but when you've got a syndrome called just being plain old you know attitudey and plain old to the point where you're just in a mood um because certain things are touching or the gravy has ran down past the rice or you asked for five festivals when I've clearly given you two. I haven't given you one or given you two. Those little mini things there, those test the mini moments, that's just out of order. Plain out of order. Just not right. So to me, um, it's very, very important upon number one, how you present and you deliver the food to the customer making sure that I think it's important that food must have labels on I know how obvious it can be a fish is fish eight fish is eight fish we all know that but I think there are some foods sometimes that I think it's good that self-catering companies can just have a label to say what they are um which brings me down into the third um subheading category of dessert range now right I have a nut allergy right so it's not just one type of nuts; it's all kind of nuts. So when you've got these different types of homemade cakes, or whether they're shop brought wholesale cakes, whatever they may be, it's good to have a label to say what they are, right? Um, fruit is fruit, and um, you won't catch a nut in a fruit. Um, but there's dessert range. So one thing I personally don't like, guys, is where, yep, dessert comes, and you know when dessert comes, it doesn't get announced. You know, I mean from my experience dessert never gets announced you know no one goes on the mic and saying right guys just to let you know dessert is um shared out and everything everyone is welcome no dessert it's it's your eyes that has to keep on top of the catering people walking up and down and what is being put back in the kitchen and what is being brought out so dessert i don't know about you but it's never been um you know announced so I'll go to dessert now and one thing I like which I'm sure you will probably agree is when there are a range of desserts so you've got your maybe two different type of cakes you've got your fruit salad and oh fruit salad is the big one for me because when it's fruit salad out of a tin and you can clearly see all the little cherries and all the little I've forgotten what they are but i know fruit salad right you've, you can just taste the difference and you can see the difference if you've got your correct specs on um and you've been eating a lot of carrot to help with um your eyes but i can see um tin fruit from real fruit so when you've got tin fruit all in a bowl all the little fruit jerking around in all this juice you're not gonna catch me lush having some salad because it's just not for me that's just me it might be for you but it's not for me when I see fresh fruit when I see the pineapple slices and I see um, the pears and I see you know if if you do see it because mango is expensive you know dice fresh mango you see the strawberries chopped in half you know things like that the Kiwis and stuff like that that's beautiful um i've seen it where it's been presented it's been thought about you know it's been presented with love um but then i see some fruit salad that i just slap dashed and that just annoys me because yes you may be in a hurry in the kitchen but again it adds to the company adds to the experience of the customer it adds to um how your brand is defined it adds to how good hospitality hospitality should always be delivered more than expected you know so it adds all to those things and i just think personally that um when desserts are presented like that and they're minimal minimal sorry so you've got like two different types of cakes or one different type of cake homemade Fantastic for the person who made them, but what is it? You can't just have these random slices of cake and you don't know if it's ginger carrot, and you've got some people that will lift up the slice of cake, you know, and they'll put it against their nose right there, <laughs> and then they'll put it back down once they think they know what it is due to smelling it that's off putting you know what I mean, so labeling is important, and if you are from any catering background out there and you're listening to this let it be known labels help especially for the dessert section if you can't do it for main food which I think it should come all together being professional I think definitely for the desserts everyone knows fruit is fruit but it's all these homemade cakes and it's homemade cheesecakes if you do see a cheesecake it's all these homemade upside-down whatever it is pineapple upside down everything upside down it's all these things and I just think to myself personally that there should be at least three different types of desserts presented obviously your fruit salad tin or no tin preferably no tin and it's fresh all depends on budget right and then you've got your cake and then on top of that you should have like um, a cheesecake as well Um, but again it all goes down to budget and what the person can really afford who's you know um, asking for this service to to be delivered at a funeral christening or whatever it may be so i think there should be three options um to be honest with you and then you know with cake guys i'm sorry i'm just a sucker when it comes to cake a lot of people uh, especially within the black caribbean community i know we love our cakes with with rum. we love our cakes with with some kind of brandy, I don't know. We love our cakes with something alcoholic, amazing. But you've got to think for the, the vast majority of people that do not like cake with alcohol, you know? Um, it's it's good to, to, to keep things simple and not over complicate things because then if somebody doesn't like fruit, depending on what fruit is presented, and let's say it's not a wide selection, let's say it's pineapple, strawberries and kiwi, there's no grapes, there's no oranges or nectarines, you know, um, not even a banana. Some people eat different types of fruit because some people are you know allergic to bananas or they can't have anything acidic kind of thing. I think it's important to have, okay, maybe an alcoholic cake, sorry to call it that, but I am. And then you've got a normal plain cake, sponge cake, whatever, and then you've got your fruit. But when you just have one type of cake that is just and you got different you got teenagers at the event you've got young kids at the event you know um it's important just to try and not just have an alcoholic cake you know <laughs> and um it helps when you have a bit of custard or cream when you just have the cake right there and it's not like every catering service offers tea and coffee do you know what i mean so to have that moisture within your mouth with either cake, I mean, sorry, custard, sorry, or either cream, it helps. Do you know what I mean? Um, That's something, again, to think about if you're a caterer out there. So that comes under the dessert range, you know, whether it's limited and can it be creative and how can you make it creative, you know? Um, So that's my three subheading kind of topics, really, as in the presenting upon delivery you know the adequate etiquette rather um the customer service and communication you know which boils down to polite behaviors and good manners you and also the dessert range the dessert range of things um i think it's a big deal and it's something that i have a viewpoint on and i've always wanted to speak about it really, hence why this, this podcast that I've created is, you know, Lucia wonders why, and I just think in terms of people being a part of the catering company, I think it's important to make sure that you realise your presentation upon delivery, you understand your etiquette, your etiquette, and you understand, um, to a point as a team, your dessert range, which that comes down to the main gaffer. Um, and then being the customer as well I think it's also important not to rush the people it's important as well to be satisfied with what you're given um, and make sure yeah you are offered options and be polite and don't expect as well everyone to understand power Um, and also um, if possible if possible and you feel like you know you would like certain additional requirements done then ask for that politely but it's all about your tone and your angle of how you approach certain people and that goes both ways whether you're the customer or the person presenting it's very very important because as i said in my opinion if you have the ability to smile but you don't smile being within the catering and hospitality um network group then don't work with the public that simple if you have the ability to smile and you you do not and you're just moody upon presentation don't be there and I know some people say, well, my light bill needs PM for me, the extra 30 pound. Yes, I understand I need the extra 30 pound, but I'd rather you go about it in a different way because when you're there next to your rice, your variety of rice, and I'm coming through and I just get stale face. And I understand some people have a resting bitch face. I understand that. But when your resting bitch face does not move after five seconds of me saying hello, then that's a problem. You should not be there. Um again different types of hairs, <laughs> hairstyles go on at these places, right? I do think it's important, whatever wig, weave, braid, even if you're bold, whatever it may be, hairnet is important. Hairnet. And some people say, Well, I don't want to wear it because it make my hair itchy. No, you just forgot to put grease in your hair. That's what's happened. I don't want to wear it because it don't touch, it doesn't fit with my no, it's a part of the service. You know, you got to be professional in this. You know what I mean? Um because what I used to do, I had to have gloves, gloves on, hairnet and wearing and presenting the um the logo of the company that I'm working for, which was Jackie's Catering, which is whoop whoop. Go Jackie. Jackie Jackie Francis, anybody who knows Jackie Francis. Whoop whoop. Yep. Yeah, that was the one. Um So I just want to, while I'm on that note, give shout outs actually um, to uh, the Jackie Francis uh, Catering. Um, Absolutely fantastic. I mean, if you're not even a vegetarian and you see her vegetarian selection, you will be vegetarian for that one hour of that day (laughs) because what she makes is beautiful. Um, I also want to give a shout out, I went to a, celebration of a one-year-old um to a lovely friend of mine named Sicily, and I just want to give a shout out to um Petronella and her team um I don't know the exact name of the company that was catering um there in Small Heath Birmingham at the Emerald but I want to be I want to give a big shout out to them because all of them um, it's almost like I'm a a mini secret kind of agent when it comes to these uh, self-catering companies and and I see how people deliver and and you know their style and how they talk to the customer and how they present and how they operate but yeah I can't help it because Kind of got a bit of that background but I want to give a big shout out to them because they were all lovely they were all polite they were all sufficient they worked well as a team you could tell there was even if anyone had any animosity with each other you can't you can't see you can't tell a really all lovely really lovely um, and that again added to the atmosphere of me being at that event you know and it made me feel good Um, so I just want to say a big shout out to them um, Uh, I can't remember at this current point, um, anyone's that I've experienced uh, a good experience from everyone has their downfalls, but as long as you improve as the service goes on and work as a team, that's what's important. So I just want to say thank you. Thank you. Thank you again for listening to this podcast. It's, um, been quite a blessing, um, in a disguise Um, that you are lending me your ears to listen. And um, I just want to say, again, going back to what I believe always should deliver more than you're expected um, upon hospitality and catering. And thank you for listening again. And I will be with you soon in another two weeks time. So big up yourself, (laughs) whoever you are, and I will be back again soon yeah and be sure you can catch me on anchor fm you can catch me on google podcasts spotify breaker overcast um pocket cast if i can remember and radio public and you can also catch me in all those um places if you want to hear um this podcast as well as instagram uh, official Lucia you can catch me, L-U-S-H-E-A, um, as well as uh, the Facebook, you can catch me as well, so, um, and Twitter, at um you can find me there, and you'll see uh, my face, and my logo, it will all be there, so um, yeah guys, see you soon, bye. Be-
0: mind and pain hey, hey.